Welcome to Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Every Monday, I will share a brief devotional based on the scripture with the theme of reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. Today's devotional is entitled, The Wicked Shall Cease from Troubling. And our scripture reference is Job 3, 17. There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. Saints of God, we know the Bible also tells us that the heart is desperately wicked who could know it i know and you know we've been hearing this in the news over and over all the wickedness that's been happening to people all around the world and especially in the united states even wickedness to animals somebody went to the dallas zoo and stole two monkeys and then left them abandoned in the house. Why? Wickedness, just wickedness. Murders, serial killers, mass shooters, and people stealing other cars and their belongings. To my listeners outside the United States, we call it carjacking where somebody walks up to you and says, give me your car now. And you have to get out the car and give it to them or risk any terrible consequences. Wickedness. What is wickedness as stated in the Bible? The International Bible Encyclopedia gives this definition of wicked as the state of being wicked a mental disregard for justice, righteousness, truth, honor, virtue, evil in thought and life, depravity, sinfulness, and criminality. Now the King James Version Dictionary has a definition of wickedness as the departure from the rules of the divine law evil disposition or practices, immorality, crime, sin, sinfulness, corrupt manners. Wickedness generally signifies evil practices. Oh, saints of God, we're not going to shout and just say glory to God today, but we can say glory to God because the Bible says the wicked shall cease from troubling and the weary shall be at rest. Although the word wickedness appears 119 times in the King James Version, we don't often hear the word wickedness today, unless you hear Miss Cooper or Miss Marlene say wickedness. It also appears 61 times in the English Standard Version, which was published in 2001. The English Standard Version uses synonyms instead of the word wickedness. I still use the word wicked or wickedness. Zechariah 8, 17 states, Do not plot evil against each other, and do not swear falsely, 
I hate all this, declares the Lord. Yes, wickedness. You know when, oh, this wickedness. So who are the wicked? Those, as our definition states, who commit evil acts against others. These people can be our enemies, our co-workers, people we don't know, and even family and friends. In the Bible, there are many examples of wickedness committed by wicked people. Let's start off with the positive. Saul, the man in the New Testament, was super wicked. Oh, he persecuted the Christians. Oh, he had it out for them. But then he had an experience with God. Glory to God. He had an experience with God and he saw the light and became a follower of Jesus Christ. And his name was changed from Saul to Paul. Paul the apostle did so many great and wonderful things and brought many people into the kingdom of God and mentored and went on missionary journeys. Oh, he did so much. And he wrote many parts of our Bible in the New Testament. The Bible says in Matthew 5, 44, in NIV, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. What? What? We must pray for who? We must pray for them that persecute us. Yes, that's what the Bible says. But Sister Marlene, my husband, who is divorcing me and doing so many wicked things against me and my children... I have to pray for him? Yes. What about my co-worker who does wicked things to me while at work and tries to sabotage my work? Yes, we have to pray for them. We don't have to go out to lunch with them and break bread, but we do have to pray for them. My friend, the Bible says it, not I. Wicked people in the Bible. Now, if you heard my other... Uh, devotions. You know I talk about the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Them are some wicked people. I don't care what anybody says. They always try to trip Jesus up, try to do evil things against him. Now, all of them weren't wicked because I, I don't know. We can't say all, but many of them were truly, truly wicked. And what about the people in the city of Sodom and the other city of Gomorrah? Oh, they were so bad, God had to destroy the city. He said, Lot, take your family and get out. I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. In Genesis 19, 24, in the Standard Version, it says, Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah, sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven. Now, in the days of Noah, God had to wipe the earth clean then again, too. He told the people, Noah told them, but they laughed. They could care less. Well, you, they know what happened. The water washed them all away. Recently, I don't know if you know or not, but I wrote a book called Life 101, Money Management and Adulting Made Simple. And I read a lot of the content in the Facebook groups about adulting that the young people ask of each other. Oh my goodness, some of the things that I read, some of the things these young adults are dealing with 
from the wickedness of others is mind-blowing. And they ask of others in their age group, what should I do? My, my, my. What can our enemies teach us? Well, they teach us to rely on the Lord, plead the blood over ourselves, learn the lessons that God is trying to teach us while going through a certain situation. And always remember, these wicked people have an opportunity to come to Christ and change their wicked and evil ways. Yes, change their wicked and evil ways. The Bible says to bless them that curse you. Remember, people can't curse what God has blessed. In my days as a teacher, I've seen some wicked things. Bullying, telling lies, fighting, pulling chairs out from other students. If my students only knew, I was praying and pleading the blood of Jesus while teaching my class silently. Because I knew I wasn't fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities and just wickedness. Did you know that wickedness can also change the atmosphere? Did you know wickedness can change the atmosphere? Sometimes you could, as I was teaching, I could just feel the wickedness in the room. And these kids didn't come to the world with wickedness. They've experienced things and stuff, and, and then they bring it to the classroom, and then you have to teach them. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, that Satan has blinded these people in whom the God of this world, which is Satan, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. You know, in the Christian Publishing House blog, it gave 56 characteristics of a wicked person. I'm just going to give you five. In the show notes, or the, in the notes, you can check um, the link to the Christian Publishing House blog about the 56 characteristics. One is abominable, blasphemous, blinded, deceitful, fraudulent. Yes, earlier I talked about we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's Ephesians 6, 12, English Standard Version. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. What about some of us who do evil things and we are Christians? Stop it. Cease. God does not like it. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you, as stated in Psalms 5.4 in the English Standard Version. What would make a person do evil things against another? Oh, God, help us. Know that wickedness will stop. Now we can clap, praise our head, clap our hands, and say, thank you, Jesus. We know, the Bible says, that the wickedness will stop. Now, will it stop at 5 o'clock today? I, I don't think so. But 
we know that God knows the hour and the time where he's going to stop all this wickedness. Today's devotional is not a feel-good devotional, but it's a promise of what God told us. He said that wickedness will cease. We have that promise for the Lord. Revelation 21, 8. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that I will not be part of that second death. Jesus, Jesus. Our closing song is composed by Jesse Dixon. It's entitled, Sit at His Feet and Be Blessed. Sister Marlene, I don't hear the word wicked in that title. No, it just says blessing. But listen to the words of the song, especially the chorus. Sit at his feet and be blessed. Remember, saints of God, the wicked shall cease from troubling. The wicked shall cease from troubling. Troubling the 
Let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, a day that we have never seen before. Lord God, I know we could turn the news on or read the newspaper and hear all the wickedness going on in our neighborhoods, in our towns, in our cities, in our states, in our provinces, in our countries, wickedness abounding. The hearts of men want to do evil against one another, countries against countries, nation against nations. Oh, Father God, I don't want to say help us to endure these, these, this wickedness, but Father God, just help us as we have to experience and see these things happening on our TVs and, and, and in our lives. We pray for the people that we encounter so that they might see the love of God in us. And help us to know that we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities of the evil ones, Satan himself and his cohorts. But we have a promise from you that the wicked will stop their wickedness. We're so glad that we serve a God that knows all and has everything in control. We give you praise and we give you glory. Help our leaders to deal with this wickedness. And we pray for the people who have been affected by the wickedness of others. And we pray that these people will change because they can change, Lord God. We don't see it, but they can supernaturally change and become Christians. Help us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Make sure you visit my website, marlenejenkinscooper.com, where you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you click on the button to subscribe or follow, and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help me out too. If you like this podcast, you may want to check out my book, Grace Notes, 5-Minute Inspirational Devotions for the Church Choir, Musicians, and Friends of Music. Be sure to tune in on Monday for new releases of our devotional episodes. God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.